You're listening to The Sister Trill with Danai and Kiveli. Hi everybody and welcome back to The Sister Trill. I'm Kiveli. And I'm Danai. And we're coming to you from our mutual home in Berlin. Today's episode is something a bit new for us because up to now we've kind of been trying to um, take you into our lives and, you know, talk about things that happened to us that... Uh, we experienced in the past but now we want to have one episode that's just a pure kind of discussion format about a topic that I think is interesting for both of us definitely interesting for our time and we found ourselves talking about a lot more especially uh, when thinking about your kids and how that is what role that's going to play in their life when they grow up in this day and age and that topic is the porn industry Uh, but before we get into that let's first start with what we disagreed on this week yeah so um One thing that we disagreed on this week, it's not really that we disagreed on it, but it's something more that I complained about. Okay. Um, which is that, you, so this week you had a couple of friends over and also you were home and I was home and I feel like I was cooking every day and also cooking for your friends and also cooking for you and very happily also cooking for you but when you cook for yourself it's like don't touch my food this is for me I'm keeping it for the next day and I get it because you're doing this whole fitness journey right now and I completely respect that but I would just love it if one day one single day you would say you know what tonight I'm gonna cook today I'm going to cook for everyone. Totally. I mean, Don't worry I, about I, it. I love that idea. And it's <laughs> definitely happening. It's just that exactly what you said. Like right now, the meals that I cook are also, I don't think particularly like yummy oriented meals. They're more like They're fitness super meals. healthy meals. No, but they, and are, I, they are yummy. They are yummy. Well, I mean, some of them it's, are just it's chicken. Also, it's also more about the gesture. It's no, more I understand. about the whole like, I understand because if I'm you... I'm going to make a bit I don't know. And we talked about it a couple of times. We talked about it a couple of times. If you, if you times. remember that like months ago when I didn't do that whole fitness thing, yet and I was just making like big pastas and stuff mm -hmm. I always made pasta for That's everyone true. including your guests for and example I miss that now I get it I get it and because you know, I kept find... doing it and you stopped doing it That's true because I just started eating quite in a you know But also way. I mean I, it makes me so happy to cook for you and like to you know it's this whole older sister thing kicking in like I feel like you know I'm the one in the house that kind of is responsible always for doing this you know I, I mean so like if you do something yourself that's fine but if you don't then I feel like the responsibility comes to me to put any kind of food on the table for anybody I mean besides my kids you know guests and so on and I I love it and it makes me happy but I think it would be so nice but, but it, it, is, it is something that I usually do I mean this was just like a total coincidence because you'd been cooking like you know these pre-ordered meals I mean usually I do cook for, especially my guests, and I yeah. do cook for It depends. our guests It depends. as well. I mean, I think it's always a special situation now with the fitness journey and that yeah. you're eating different stuff. I mean, it's not that I generally don't enjoy, you know, providing for the guests of for the house. Wait, for you. For me. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that, that is <laughs> I'll take that into consideration. Thank you. Thank I feel you. like mine is, like, ridiculous compared to yours. <laughs> mine is, like, a, a tiny thing. It's just that... Um, I'm a huge like jewelry ring, uh, a bit more extravagant jewelry wearer slash lover. And uh, last week I like went ahead and bought like some like body jewelry, <laughs> and, like multiple rings and like some arm jewelry and stuff like that. And um, I don't know if you would participate in the wearing of said items. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just a tiny thing. But it, it's not really something we disagree on. It's just something we have different taste on. Because we're going to start sharing more clothes. Well, fingers crossed. someone is getting into fingers supermodel crossed. shape. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's not, <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Currently, I'm getting into average shape. <laughs> You look amazing. For Thank anyone you. who's not watching Thank and you. who cannot see this already, oh boy, Kiveli is flaming hot. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should cut that out. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So uh, let's get into the porn industry episode. Yes. So obviously, I think we will both come at this topic with a very critical eye because obviously there is very there are very obvious things to be critical about uh, critical mm -hmm. about the porn mm -hmm. industry. But I also would love for us to find like you know to, to try to be 
as uh, balanced as possible in our view of it. You know, not just push the obvious negative sides of it, which we should definitely get into because there are a lot and they're dangerous and especially nowadays. And I try to find that kind of a balanced perspective. And I thought that maybe what would help finding that balanced perspective is kind of talking about our, you know, first connection with porn, good or bad, uh, dis- functional or dysfunctional. So maybe you can yeah. first start, you're older than me. So, you know, yeah. how was it I mean, you? I think this is already the beginning of the conversation because our first uh, touch and connection with it is so different from the first exactly. connection with it that kids are, that, that are our age that we were yeah. back then have today. So, I mean, my personal first uh, encounter with this was when I was, I think, in... 11th or 12th grade that would mean what age like that would mean like 17 12th grade 17 uh, yeah so 17 or 18 yeah okay exactly and um I had uh, friends over I think we were actually doing some kind of school project and one person had an email with photos that I don't know someone had sent him I don't know an older brother or something and this was back in the days when you didn't have wi-fi and you did we didn't even have dsl connection we only had this dial-up connection yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so this was back in the day when it was like internet thing so we were at my house and we were dialing up into the internet and we only had like a certain number of minutes because otherwise it would be so expensive to be there for a long time and obviously we were at the computer. We didn't have laptops. I mean, we were at the computer of my mother in her office. So it was a very kind of risky situation. Yeah. Yes. And he was like, yeah, let's let's open this. Let's open up this email. Let's see these pictures. And so we did that and we clicked on the picture. And it literally took about, I don't know, two minutes to load. To it load. was like line per line that was loading. And in the end, it was the picture of a half naked woman Right. sitting in a kind of revealing pose and right. everyone was majorly excited about it yeah. i mean no one found this boring everyone was like oh yeah. my god what is that what is yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. yeah so this was my first encounter um yeah but i mean before i start going into everything yeah. i want to yeah, say yeah, yeah. do you want to say your well, first mine encounter? was definitely earlier than yours yeah and i would say also a totally different approach to it. You know, it wasn't like the with friends approach. Yeah. I think I was about 14 or 15. And I remember, I, 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 I unfortunately, I can't remember like where my curiosity came from. Because what I do remember that at some point I had become aware of the, this like uh, concept of masturbation. I, mm-hmm. I, I knew it existed and I'd also become, I think probably in school, probably the, 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 like the concept of, not bec- actually not even from um, talking to friends, but from like sex ed class that, you know, uh-huh. they, they were saying like, you know, uh, yeah. it, it, touching yourself may, may feel good and that is okay. And then, you know, and, oh, wow. and, and things like, we were not told that. In um, school. <laughs> no, I, like, you know, also we were discussing, like, you know, for boys, the whole concept of wet dreams that if you, you know, wake okay. up, like, you shouldn't yeah. be worried if, like, you didn't wet the bed, you know, or got things it. like that, got you it, know, and, it, and, and I, I think that that must have been the way I kind of got, in, got into it. Because what I specifically remember is that everyone, not everyone, but like, I, I had heard the description of the location of the clit. But I wasn't sure whether I, I'd like, you know, located the right body parts. <laughs> so, so because it, like, it was all like, yeah, it's kind of higher up. It's a little this and this and that. So I remember I, I watched porn specifically looking for masturbation to clips, see how it's done. To see how it's Not done. Not to be aroused. No, to, to see, see I mean, it's done. obviously what I was looking at, it was like majorly intriguing and like okay. my body definitely yeah. reacted to it, like, you know, in a very, up to that point to me, foreign way. Mm-hmm. But I, I looked it up. I, I remember in the beginning, I didn't even look up porn, but I looked like techniques. I looked up like masturbation techniques mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. women. And then, you know, and it said all these different things, you know, you know, different approaches to it. And then like, I went one step higher and I like, I don't know, I remember that I was looking, actually, I, I, I didn't, because I wasn't even aware of this, like, porn site yeah, thing yeah. I literally just googled yeah. uh, masturbation girls or something like that yeah. and like a video came up that, that's like, that mm-hmm. was like my first my first uh, connection okay. to it yeah yeah well I mean the, the thing is that nowadays um, this connection has changed completely because obviously uh, you know young kids have access to tablets yeah. iPhones uh, anything smartphones yeah. Yeah. and yeah, so yeah. on the internet is just 
uh, everywhere. Yeah. And also the porn industry has, of course, noticed that and has shifted its uh, market to internet porn. You know, this whole right, thing yeah, magazine of... Porn, of course, magazine porn. Yeah. Magazine, no, but I mean, this whole thing... Back in the day, if you really wanted to watch, you know, a real porn, I think you had to go to the adult section of, yeah, of a course. video yeah. store and, you know, show your ID or whatever. I don't know, go into that private room and view it. And, you know, it was a whole thing. And now it's just on the Internet, available mm -hmm. to anybody of any age. I mean, you just have to say I'm 18. Yeah. But of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I get it. And it, that is super dangerous especially you know the i would say that the bigger danger right now is the fact that you might stumble upon it unintentionally yeah and, and not you might it's much more likely that you're gonna like your first connection with porn is going to be unintentional nowadays than someone who's like actually you know exactly. curious about yeah. something you and know? you know the, the porn industry is actually using that yeah this unintentional um stumbling upon it yeah, yeah as yeah, a yeah, technique yeah. so for example they have um sites that have like little typo, typos and of sites that you would actually type in as a young student doing a school project. Yeah. And then you're suddenly on a porn site. And I mean like really big sites. Like I read something um, about, uh, I think it was LA LATimes.com. Yeah. If you change one letter, it's a porn site. NewYorkTimes.com. If you change one letter, it's a porn site. And they do this, of course, on, por yeah. on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while, they even had Disney.com, but not with EY in the end, but with IE in the end. Oh. And that was a porn site. And then that was taken down because it was too extreme. Right. But, um, I mean, it's, it's crazy that they're actually targeting... Kids. The, the unintentional, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're, they're but, targeting yeah. kids. But, I mean, the, the, that is... The, the fact that, you know, a market is going to target... Or is going to market it in a way that gives them the highest chance of, you know, getting money or getting views. It's, you know, that is just yeah. like a consequence of capitalism in a way. You know, it's sort of... Of course. I mean, but everyone I mean, does it. I also think of... No, no, obviously. But I mean, but I mean, I'm also thinking of like, you know, apps where, I don't know, you're like a, a person, a, a, like a figure running around. And then when you lose, you need like three gold coins to start again. Yeah, yeah. And then you can buy 300 gold coins for $5. And like, you know, kids don't really understand the concept. Yeah, and yeah. the credit card of the father is hooked up. And then suddenly, you know, yeah. <laughs> 3,000 euros later, no, the dad's like, what right. is going on? Yeah, yeah. You know, Same like... Same thing, yeah. And it, so so that is, that is definitely just a huge problem of digit, like how the digital world then you know uh, kind of reaches out into the very real world. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean that is not but, a you new know, concept. The, the main but, issue. Sorry, yeah, no. No, but I, I, I'm I'm trying to like I'm trying to find this like more balanced perspective because I do think that that we should definitely talk about this. You know, young people like kind of especially the targeting of young people is a very, very big issue. But like also maybe first let's cover the potential positive sides. You, like, are there any positive sides well, of the I mean, industry that first of all, feel uh, No, I, of course, I believe in freedom of expression on every level and okay. porn includes that. So obviously I'm not against porn per se. Mm -hmm. I think that some people make their living off of it that's also okay, great yeah, okay. i mean mm -hmm. it's an industry a very legitimate industry that it's an industry with a lot of money mm -hmm. involved and it gives many people their jobs mm -hmm. and also i think one one pro that i would see for our society is that you can live out fantasies that would otherwise you know be dangerous or hurt others or whatever you mm -hmm. can live them out through porn and then maybe be satisfied and not have to do something well, I mean, that crazy. is very much a double-edged sword. Because sometimes it also is. the porn is a thing that even activates that activated, a fantasy yeah. that would otherwise just be dormant. But at least it's something that can give you yeah. a, a satisfaction. Yeah. I um, Actually, I see a lot of uh, also like... I can imagine it being very helpful for, you know, people exploring their sexuality. Not completely being sure, disagree like, with that. Oh, yeah? Because, <laughs> I, no, I, I mean, anecdotally, obviously, I know of people that found much, like, found out much more about their sexuality through finding out what aroused them through porn, while I, not being sure the, before. The, the issue that I have with that is that if a young kid goes and watches porn to explore his sexuality, mm -hmm. he learns about this whole sexual practice in the weirdest way. He yeah. thinks that 
Porn sex is sex, and it is not. No, 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 but no, hang on. That, that is not exactly what it, what it necessarily means. I, I understand the risk of that, but it also, I, rem- I mean, very, it, it's not like, it's not just a, an, an idea I have. I know, like, of friends of mine that had that experience, that, you know, if you grow up in an extremely homophobic surrounding or in a situation where you can't talk about it with your friends, mm-hmm. you can't explore it with someone, you know, uh, you know, you can't meet someone and actually make first experiences in that direction. You're completely confined to, you know, figuring it out for yourself. You can't really, tr- you know, tr- you can't really try anything. And I think that it is a way of kind of finding out, and especially you also don't want to be. In, in a surrounding like that, you probably don't want to be gay. You want to grow up and hope that it's just a phase or hope that, you know, you're kind of just having, you know, wayward fantasies because you're young and everyone young has wayward fantasies. And I think that it's a kind of, a closeted safe space way to come to terms with it at least for yourself that no this is not a phase this is not something that you know it's who you are and that is a first step to then you know getting into the much more important step of um, coming to terms that you're gay in a very homophobic surrounding which is not I mean, an easy thing to do this of course is a situation that I would put under the category you can live out you know I said only fantasy but you can also maybe live out your sexuality in that case and you know get get to see maybe what gay sex looks like but still porn sex is not sex also gay porn sex is not real of course sex. and this is why i find it so difficult if i imagine me as a let's say 12 year old girl i think i, I forgot what the average age is 12 that's, is yeah no but no, the no, average no. age is even younger nowadays the average age i think is 10 or 11 but, but i didn't on, look but it but up but does does that include kind of you know like the unintentional pop-up or is it like really active searches going well, into because I'm many, pretty sure that it's not active there searches. are many layers that go into it the unintentional pop-up is maybe the first way you stumble upon it yeah. but as you very well said in the beginning of course you are majorly intrigued when you see that of course and the unintentional stumbling is not gonna stay at one thing also like you know our brain while it's still growing is wired in a way that if we see porn it is something so enticing that it can be become a real addiction habit. Of yeah. of so course. I, when I'm saying average age, I, I'm talking about like regular viewing, regular no, no matter viewing. how yeah. it started. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it started with the But I mean, the, the fact that it is not... No, but what, what I want to say yeah. is when, when, if I was a 12-year-old girl and I started watching porn, I mean, I would have such a twisted view of what I am supposed to do mm-hmm. in the bedroom because mm-hmm. of porn. And this is what I mean with... You see, that's, that's the thing I'm skeptical of. I mean, that's the thing I'm skeptical of because I, I, I understand that the, there is the risk, there is always a risk of, you know, if you don't communicate about it, if you don't talk about it, if you don't reflect upon it, you get skewed views on anything. But how but, can you reflect upon it when you're no, 12? But, no, no, no. I, but I'm just... But you're not going to... What I'm saying is generally like this, 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 the, the fact that what people see on porn, necess- you know, that they immediately believe, oh, that is what sex is like. I think, I mean, I, I understand that there is the risk of that, that, for example, in my case, like our school told, like, straight out talked about that like if you do watch porn this is not which what is great sex, which, which is a great, is great and i find yeah. it's a very yeah. definitely by the way like little segue but i think that education on porn for is sure. extremely important yeah like the idea sure. that you can uh shield kids from it i think is a utopia at this is this at this point Absolutely. in time right yeah but yeah. Um, that is a different thing yeah. but i'm saying like i don't think it is necessary that if someone watches you know, porn before they have sex for the first time, that they're going to automatically believe that that is what sex is like. Because I mean, like, I, I think that it's, sometimes it's, it's extremely, uh, I would say, obvious, at least it was so to me, that what is happening there has nothing to do with human connection. Well, I mean, I think we grew up in a very liberal uh, household with very liberal parents that were very open also yeah. about talking about these things with us. As you said, the school even talked about yeah. it and so on. But I think if you are in a situation, like you mentioned before, some very conservative yeah. setting where no one talks about anything yeah. and that's the only yeah. thing you yeah. see, then how are you supposed to know that it's not like that? This is the only thing yeah. you know. And right. then, of course, you're going to think, okay, yeah, this is... No, I understand. I mean, there, but th- that is the danger, you know, when it's also like the danger with alcohol, things like that. If alcohol is completely prohibited, then the first times you're no, going to be No, I'm not saying it should be it. prohibited. No, no, no. And, and what I'm trying to say is maybe also not just the fault of the porn industry, but it's also the fault of dogmatic forbidding of certain things or taboo topics. Yeah. Because I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I would I would say that very quickly what could happen would be like a sort of thing like, you know, 
one should like forbid the contact with porn. Obviously, not, obviously, it is already on a legal level. You have to be eighteen to watch it. Obviously, it doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. But um, also from like a parental perspective, you could be like, you know, never, you know, it's not allowed. And then the kid is like, okay, if if they do stumble upon it, like, you know, I'm never gonna admit to it. Mm-hmm. But I think the most important thing to do is earlier rather than later confront the topic not watch porn with your children for crying out loud but you know like talk about <laughs> talk about the fact like you are probably maybe you already have <laughs> yeah encountered know, things totally like that, on your side with that. Yeah. videos pictures advertisements yeah. and let's talk about this let's I mean, talk about what you saw yeah, yeah. you know no i i think that's absolutely correct yeah. and i definitely plan on doing that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with my kids but i wanted to quickly go back to this that where you said you know it's it, everyone knows it's not real it doesn't influence our actual sex life and i everyone, i told you about the this movie that i watched um that's called Linda Lovelace with right. Amanda Seyfried and um, i don't know if if everyone has watched this movie but it's about um one of the most famous porn stars of all time her name, name was Linda Lovelace and she starred in a movie called Deep Throat mm-hmm. and it was back in the what was it i forgot did i say 60s was it or i 80s, don't remember 60s, but it was like the first blowjob scene or something see, like that like, something like this i don't know 60s i think but and anyway it was like one of those feature you know cinema films yeah. erotic films one of the first basically erotic films i think to mm-hmm. be as successful as it was and the big twist was that there was a, a blowjob involved and this was at the time so revolutionary that people were going crazy about it the fact that she did that was like oh my god this this girl is crazy and wow and nowadays without knowing the sex habits of every person on this planet um i'm just going to go ahead and say that this has become mainstream the blowjob yes in porn first of all every porn video involves that mm-hmm. and also i find that as a girl you know there is a certain um I, i don't know if i want to say pressure but there's a certain expectation there's a certain expectation attached to it from guys that this is something that's supposed to happen you know pretty quickly and this is something that is not you know that was not like that always and i this is i'm just mentioning it as an example of you know the movie was there the film was there and now it's become so normal that i mean if we think back to this movie and can you imagine someone seeing this movie and being like oh how revolutionary right. she's giving a blow job right right i mean okay i mean this like now falls into many different topics one of the topics is like because something is uh, deemed socially common or acceptable does that automatically follow that it can be expected from anyone you know like that it, communication ceases to be needed you know like which is obviously not you know like yeah. there are, so just because something is normal doesn't give anyone the right to expect it you know of course but not. yeah nevertheless i mean you know there are preferences and you can communicate whether your preferences coincide with the other person's preferences and if you don't enjoy giving blowjobs and the person enjoys getting blowjobs and maybe these are not two people that should be in a sexual relationship if that is a deal breaker for either no, of them no i'm i'm not even talking But, um, about this i'm talking more about you know not two adults with different preferences i'm talking about this yeah, young yeah. but i mean there but there are so stigma. yeah but, but there's you know, like so many things club, that are you're in a, you're at a party and then there's the cool boy and the cool boy feels like he kind of is entitled to say to the girl You, don't you want to give me a blowjob now you know that's that's what's happening and the girl's kind of like knows yeah well i've seen that 200 times obviously that's yeah, my job but i mean right th- th- but but i mean then th- that th- th- i would say the reason why that is weird is not because of the you know the the act blowjob but because of the fact that two people that don't know each other in a setting that is supremely unromantic are then going to go ahead and engage in a sexual act in a more or less public no, way if you take if the same public, if it's the first date let's say Well, I mean, then I'm, I'm but, just saying but, but, but it's I, like it's. I think it's something that one of these examples where the industry has influenced right. the act. But I mean, that's the, what but, I'm the, the, but this is this not is if not it's bad or good. Just that okay. it has influenced. Okay, it. because I don't think I, I wouldn't say that that is a bad thing in that particular case. And I mean, another thing that one could say is the whole, you know, uh, female grooming. You know, like the fact that we are now all shaved. For sure, things. that's also and a big, that, whether that very is a good bad example. or a good thing. Yeah. You, you know or or and by the way the, the when you were mentioning the blowjob at this point now i think it has extended to guys you know engaging in oral sex as well i think it's also kind of an a given and expected thing although i definitely 
would point out with criticism <laughs> that like kind of the 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 male uh, performing certain acts came significantly after, mm -hmm. and I would say with uh, I would say conscious feminist movement to the kind of female uh, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, I would say mean, that yeah. the blowjob was and far f is and is still much more accepted than. Yeah. Uh, male, but I mean, men without talking about women. whether it's bad or good, I mean, we can agree on the that fact it is influence, that but the I would say that this is, is influence. It's kind of a, a chicken and egg the, thing, the like you know. That's the... yeah. But I think it's a kind of a chicken and egg thing because what exactly you know does the industry influence the sex life or does the preference? of people with the zeitgeist influence the industry. Because I also read like kind of uh, an article that was granted very pro-porn. I mean, I've read, you know, bo both types of articles. And they said, for example, that the, another big thing is that anal sex has become so much more common, which coincides also with uh, anal sex being much more common in the porn industry. But it's difficult to say what came first because the um, like the the if you count if you uh, may look at surveys about how many people had anal sex say in the 80s compared to now it's more now than then and it's the same with you know porn it's more now than then but like the amount of uh, percent in the population engaging in anal sex is quite proportionate to the amount of anal videos you know percent of anal videos in the porn industry You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, like I think the, preferences... the practice always was there before the porn video. That's clear anyway. I mean, definitely the first blowjob was given before that movie. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> But the point is what it, what it does with the, you know, with the mind of an innocent, innocent right. of, a, of a person who has not even thought about these things, what it instills in you, you know, a, a certain expectation or a certain pressure or whatever, a certain just direction that you're supposed to go towards rather than what I would, you know, say is the ideal way, explore everything by yourself, explore everything alone, don't You yeah, know. yeah. No, I mean, I I agree that 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 there is a purity, and a, I find that a very attractive model as well. Yeah. However, I would say that's not that much. You know, I mean, I don't know. Like, I understand what you mean, but I, there is a part of me that is also just thinking to herself. You know, like it sounds very similar to kind of. Uh, forbidding something, no, or also, know, I, and, and not just say, but it also sounds very similar to like you know, sheltering sex as a bad thing, especially also extreme no, sex as a bad thing. Not at all. And but it, it sounds very similar what to I that. Think, you know, what what I think would be a step that I would you know find good for society, especially for those mm -hmm. kids, is to make porn not free. Okay. This is what what I think would of course it would be a stupid set because you know they would lose yeah. so many uh, yeah. customers so this is never ever going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I believe that this is what would really be a good step because all the adults that want to see mm -hmm. it can pay their five dollars or whatever ten dollars to watch a movie. But the twelve year old kid kid is not easily going to take a credit card to pay for a right. porn movie. And I think that would be a thing you know make it a pay per view thing. And not a free thing that you can even stumble upon and that is just everywhere and that kids can send to each other. I mean, other I think we, we obviously agree and it's, I would be, it would be very hard to find someone to disagree with the fact that it doesn't, it cannot be as available as it is. That it yeah. needs to be regulated exactly. That's what I significantly It should be more. there. It should be there. I, I totally agree with yeah. that. I totally agree with that. But I also, I mean, I really wouldn't discount the role of porn in young people's exploration, not just of their sexuality, but also of their preferences, also of, you know, the general, uh, their general sexual identity and mm -hmm. um, things like that. I, I really wouldn't discount that at all because I do think that people nowadays are much more informed about sex than ever before, which also, you know, has positive consequences like, uh, you know, more safe sex, um, more also just general, you know, like, sexual practices you are aware of anal sex I'm just going to try what it is you know and then you're suddenly like scandalized by it like mm -hmm. we're much more informed about many things including also for safe sex practices which is not necessarily correlated to porn but I think the general awareness around sex as a positive with positive consequences goes along with you know the more liberated attitude towards porn well I mean I, I think that we shouldn't that. go back to this super closeted women not you know learning it from their mothers on the wedding no, night. No, first of all, I don't thing, want to differentiate you know, between men and women at all. 
I'm yeah, talking but, about for that like matter. also very much about young boys. I'm not just talking about young girls yeah. here. I find it just as tragic for young boys. But um I want to say two things about that. The first thing with this whole exploration, I mean, obviously I also went through, you know, a porn phase, but I think that it made a difference that I was a bit older, you know, that I was not a teenager, yes. that yes. I was 18, 19 when... This I mean, I was young, I was a bit, yeah, I wasn't 12. Yeah, yeah, I was okay. 15, 14, 15. But there already access to, like, all the stuff with 14, 15? I mean, no. I remember I was... What do you mean access to like, all the to stuff? Like, to the actual porn sites? Did you even when know was, about No, the I mean, I, I, I started with, no, I mean, I started with this, you know, Google video yeah, yeah. search. But I mean, by the time I was 16, okay. I had figured okay. out, you know, the, the, the sites for me, and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. for me, it was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it was like more like 18, 19. Yeah, I think more 19 when I finished school, actually. Um, and, and of course, I went and I, I can kind of see what you're saying. This whole, you know, it can help the exploration. But I think it's also different when you're a bit older. When you're younger, it's... For sure. I mean, it, it makes I mean, I, I would say that you should... I mean, you shouldn't watch any type of extreme sexual activity before you, for example, you know, had your first kiss, before you've ever, you know, uh, felt on a natural basis a connection to another person that, you know, uh, similar to something called a sexual connection, yeah. you know? Like, but for sure. The second thing I wanted to say about that is that, um, I think we've also talked about this already before <laughs> recording this episode, but um, many, many young boys right now are suffering from erectile dysfunction. Totally. I, I know where you're going. And, yeah. I mean, I agree with what I'm 100% yeah, with what you're going to say. And yeah. this is because they have become so extremely desensitized to, yeah. to anything. Yeah. Because everything is so readily available and because mm -hmm. they're exploring uh, with porn, um, they cannot function yeah. in a natural way. When they're 18 years old, they cannot function with a man or girl next to them, whatever the preference, they cannot function. And they're going to the doctors and doctors are prescribing medicine for young boys where usually this is the age when we are speaking yeah. on a natural level where, you know, you cannot contain yourself, where things right. just no, happen. I mean, obviously, the, the, the fact that, you know, I mean, that is and, tragic and, and absolutely... shows how it is, you know, not necessarily helping the exploration because you are exposed to too much too early. This is basically what I'm yes, saying. Yes, but I mean, what I'm talking about is obviously like a kind of functional exploration. What you're talking about is dysfunctional exploration. But, but it is not someone, you know, going crazy, uh, you know, watching all day. It's just someone no, who's been is, watching regularly. Yeah. But I mean, the at the point, at the years. point, but I mean, it's it's clear, and I mean, that is also type of conversations that you know I'm sure we've both had with friends, or maybe even together, where someone says, you know, you start out with something very, I would say, uh, harmless, normal, and yeah, harmless, yeah. and then this doesn't get you off anymore, so you go more and more, and then at the end, you're watching things that you could have never even conceived yeah. of in the beginning, yeah. and that's the only thing that you kind of, you know, that because yeah, obviously, I mean, we are, I think, our mind is built in a way that we constantly seek new yeah. stimuli, you know, so yeah. obviously. That is a bad thing. Yeah. But again, what I see as a kind of problem is lack of awareness, education, communication. And that is the thing that makes it but dysfunctional. But lack of awareness? What awareness? I would say I would say that in the cases that you're talking about, you know, boys having erectile dysfunction because they're constantly seeking mm -hmm. the more extreme, I doubt that they've ever had an open conversation with their parents about porn, for example, or with their, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, but like, that's uh, not going to change. I mean... Why wouldn't that change? Do you think that every parent in the world is going to start talking about porn? Well, I do, no, kids? but I do think that our generation, which, I mean, or if you just compare our generation to our parents our parents grew up where you know porn was magazines yeah. porn was posters and things yeah. like that right we although we didn't grow up with the internet to the point where you know like we we stumbled upon it when we were eight like you we know? didn't have smartphones exactly. we didn't school, have smartphones yeah. we didn't have wi-fi you know yeah. readily available since we were born you know yeah but we did grow up with the concept of porn sites with the concept of ads with the concept of you know uh, yeah. ha having available free porn on mass i mean this concept came to me when i was 18 the concept of porn sites but yeah no keep on talking like i didn't yeah, but grow I mean, up you with did it. but you did engage with that concept yeah you, did. Yeah. you already grew up being aware of this type of consuming porn with the sites and everything so i would say that we because we you know we grew up kind of a part of it we're going to have a different attitude and i would say we're also disillusioned into how far it's even possible to yeah. you know uh create an environment where you shield 
kids from porn completely. I mean, I think that we are aware that this option just doesn't exist. Yeah, you know, well, whether, I mean, they, whether we like it or the, not. The generation Therefore, that is growing up now is the first generation that's really suffering and from I would the say they are most at risk exactly exactly yeah. so I, I would say like the generation of the people about 10 to 15 years younger than us yeah that still have parents that you know did not grow yes. up with the internet-based porn but Absolutely. grew up with the more magazine those and I think that th- those are also the ones with you know the those are the ones the going great to the consequences yeah. that we're seeing right now but I think that I cannot imagine someone who grew up the way we did to not consciously Make no, the I agree. Step to I agree. No, I, I'm that. talking about. I'm talking about the generation yeah. that is 10 to 15 years younger than us, and also, for example, the generation of my kids. I mean, this is. But the generation of your kids will have you as a parent. Will have me as a parent. Therefore, there's yes. already a difference. I I hope so, but this is definitely one of the things that is in my mind a lot. Something that really, really worries me. Mm-hmm. How this could influence them and mess them up. And I will have those open conversations, but still, the pure you know, fact of something this enticing being Mm -hmm. readily available, no matter how many open conversations your parents have with you, can still lead to all of this. I think Yes, they might know it's not the normal practice, okay, but the desensitization can still happen. So what, I mean, you already presented a possible solution with uh, make it all... Yeah, monetize it. I mean, this is somehow, to me, makes sense because it takes the young people away. Or, I mean, maybe not completely away, but it makes it harder to access Mm -hmm. because you're not going to start paying all the time. I mean, I I, I I definitely think it's an interesting idea. It's basically also kind of you had to buy the magazine in the past as well, you know, to get the poster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get the video. And I mean, what I do think, you know, I was, I was many times when you watch these or read like, you know, the the book, books of Victorian times Mm -hmm. or uh, watch movies like that. And you see like these typical scenes between two people that obviously, you know, have never engaged in something. And it's like all, you know, kind of exploratory Mm -hmm. and innocent and everything. And obviously it's fiction. It's described by, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's described by an author. But I mean, some of them are described so beautifully, you know, some literature can describe things like that so beautifully. And it is a shame that, you know, like your, that this chance of such a pure first approach ceases to exist. Yeah. Like, you know, it is. But on the other hand, unfortunately, I would say, and that's why I'm thinking to myself, like, thank God there is so much information available also in a way of porn is that most of the time it wouldn't be that, you know, two people are mutually innocent and uh, inexperienced and kind of lovingly explore this topic with each other. But mostly it's, of course, that the man, men do know about it also because it's simpler for men. The women don't know about it. And then that kind of um, in, you know, in unequal knowledge is very easily abused by the man, even like without him wanting it. But you know? I just want to say because you said information in form of porn porn is not information porn is fiction no but no no porn but is, porn is exposure out. to something yeah yeah but but it's not information it's not where you should go to learn no. about it's an acted out enter it's supposed to be entertaining story by actors they are not enjoying what they are doing this is also i think so important no, to keep in mind they are acting the woman that is orgasming like crazy yeah, is the acting. same no no but i mean the same way I mean, and, and by the way of course another thing one has to talk about is you know there is so much different porn you For know sure, there's yeah. also uh you know like real couples filming themselves and making money off of it that is you know, arguably they are enjoying themselves, you know, and, and, and there is like very yeah. real porn, yeah. there is, you know, very extreme porn, there is, you know, all different types of categories and everything. So, uh, you know, it, it, porn is not, does not equal porn, you know? No, but, but what I'm talking about every- is the same way, the same way that, you know, if you read a good book, you know, yes, this is fiction, it's not happening, but you can get information about your psychology, your psyche, your, the human experience. Yeah, if you, you can get information you can get about, about how the sexual you react experience. to it. No, but I mean, the same way as I, for example, as a 14-year-old, 14-year-old girl, find out where the clit is located through watching porn. That's, but you, know, you could have found out where the clit is located through just reading a biology book. No, but I mean, also. quite, no, but quite, quite quickly, I did read the biology book, and because, you know, things were taking longer than I had expected or read in the biology I was kind of unsure whether I understood something wrong. I mean, yeah. And watching a video tutorial, I mean, it wasn't a tutorial, <laughs> but, you know, is more clear than reading a book. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. No, I, I understand, but I really want to stress that 
this is not edu these are not educational videos because you put it in a way like yeah they can educate us no porn doesn't educate us porn plays a story Mostly and not. and what you said with there is porn and porn of course there is porn and porn but also the you know uh, supposed reality porn amateur actor videos are usually acted out and n usually no woman is enjoying herself there and everything is acted I mean, out the orgasms are acted out because i mean i also told you about this already off camera <laughs> but i watched this uh documentary on netflix about right. this segment of porn the amateur porn industry no 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 but that is not what i'm talking about no i know you're talking about real couples yeah, yeah house, i mean but, that is a totally but different they thing, are the also producing industry. videos like that and mm -hmm. putting it in that category this is why i'm saying it's just like reality tv is fake Reality yeah, but, porn is also very often but fake. But influencers, if they, you know, it is their room that you're seeing, you know? It's yeah, not, yeah, but they're also room. acting and out. I mean, they, they can also I mean, act oh, out. of course, but... Yeah, but th this is the point that I'm making. I mean, it can be a room, but the act is still acted out in order to generate the most clicks and in order to generate, you know, the, the highest number of viewers. I mean, I think that there's, I mean... I've watched porn where it it was you know it was that you know of, of couples that are just you know it, it is exactly I'm, yeah, like I'm you know sure I mean, that I'm sure can... that you have as well Actually, I, I don't know, I've, ne I've never you, watched this specific thing that you're saying right now, but I mean, I'm, yes, I'm sure it does exist, but I want to say 99% of the time... Exactly. But I mean, there is a difference... Out, even in the reality category, Yeah, but when we talk about, but when we talk about um, a, you know, a, a big, huge topic like porn with so many different aspects to it, and, you know, that has such a huge spectrum of experiences you can have within it, both as a watcher, as a, you know, creator or whatever, you know, I think it's... The, the fact that a lot of, most of it is extremely uh, risky, dangerous, uh, has bad consequences is obvious, you know? But I mean, there is, it's, there's a difference between saying the whole thing is bad and then the, and certain ways of engaging no, no, with it is I'm, bad. No, I'm not saying the and whole I thing would is say bad. I just wanted to say it's not educational and it's acted out and it's, it's fake. I mean, I really, I really think that it can be. Maybe that 1%, okay? But I think we can agree on the fact that the very no, no, high percentage is about, fake. But, but it can be educational. I mean, educational, it's not, it's not like educational in a way of like, a, you know, so then this and this and this happens. But I do think that many people that don't dare ask questions or maybe even don't have access to, you know, uh, school good sex ed classes or something. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's also the danger because, yes, most of porn videos um, are not a healthy depiction of anything. Yeah. Obviously, but you know, a boy that is super unsure and super nervous before his for first time and wants to find out, you know, what goes where and in what angle and what seems to be more enjoyable. If you know, obviously, he doesn't stumble upon one of those bad videos that is just like you know showing bad stereotypes that are very unenjoyable to women. But one has to say that there are more and more women-friendly yeah, yeah, yeah. videos, and there's a huge industry growing which is geared exactly at this more realistic women, not even women-friendly but people-friendly sex, when, you know, there, there, that is also a thing, right? But, um, you know, is going to feel more secure going into it. You know, people, especially nowadays, with, because the information is all out, do not want to embarrass their, themselves But the here's the scenario. He's going to watch, because as you said, this whole industry is growing, because obviously there must have been a lack thereof before, because it is yeah. so fake what is being depicted. So he's going to watch this video. I'm just going to go ahead and say, <laughs> he's going to watch a classic video of, Taka, 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 and he's going to feel very secure and be like, okay. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's I'm why I, pre I preface experience. it with saying he doesn't stumble upon a video no, but getting the wrong sexual You know practices. that this is, I mean, you you pretend like this is no, the big I, exception. What I'm talking, no, no, no. No, but I'm just no. going to say. I'm just trying, I'm just trying room. to, because obviously but, but you know no, that I agree with all the of scenario. the things you No, no, but saying. let's play out the scenario. He's going on into the room. He's yeah. super confident because he now knows how it works because he learned from it. He educated himself watching it. You know that's what He goes there. The girl is waiting there, ready in her position, and he goes there, does his taka, taka, taka. The girl knows, okay, this feels really bad, but I'm supposed to have an explosive orgasm right now. Does it, and they're both like, wow, okay. Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, but I'm going to I mean, I don't think this is such an unrealistic scenario that I just it's described. It's not, but I would say take away, take away the porn. And what you're describing right now is just two people too scared to communicate what they actually want, you know, like, and, 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 and the added thing. But I mean, I, that's why I'm saying, like, you know that I agree 
with all the criticism you're saying. I'm not saying these things just to, you know, be like, I disagree with the dangers of yeah. it. I'm just trying to, you know, be balanced about it. Yeah. Because if, it, if the uh, kind of result of this would be like, okay, porn is so much more bad than it is good, than it is good, then the consequence should be, let's, you know, try to not have it anymore. But yeah. obviously, like, you, and not just, okay, fine, it's business. You can say, but, you know, it being a business is not a good enough reason to keep it. Around, no, you know? I. So I, that's why I'm, my, I'm my trying to get to the fact of what is always with young people. This is my like with everything that I'm saying. My issue is that people that are right. not ready for it see it. So I think porn should exist just in the way it does, but it should be not so easily accessible for people. Let's say under the age of 18. You know, just very simply that. Let's say. I mean, under the And, age of 18, I think is. I, I would say it's a bit old. I mean, I would say I, under the who, age of like 16. because of coincidence, this is what happened to me. Right. I was already teen. I, I thought it was very healthy, and I can tell you, I didn't miss any educational stuff because I didn't watch any porn. I was talking with my girlfriends in school. Mm. Everyone was trying their stuff. Yeah, but we were just... telling each other what works. I mean, this is how it goes. It's a. It's. A, I didn't. I didn't I miss mean, any I'm, knowledge. Look, I'm also. I mean. That's, of course, the, the, the biggest risk is, of course, if you grow up in a kind of vacuum, you can, if you act as, like, good inspiration, it's yeah. beneficial. If you Because yeah. then, you know, you kind of have some a platform to, I'm going to go ahead and say, learn something or, <laughs> you know, Triggered. engage with something. Um, <laughs> but, of course, if you, if you encounter bad material, then obviously you're going to have a totally skewed, wrong idea. And the of chance what, is what pretty high. Like. Absolutely. So what I would say is... I, I, I think the idea of, you know, monetizing it is an interesting one and I totally get where mm -hmm. you're coming from. But I would also say, you know, generally introduce it into education, the, the, the topic of porn, as I already was educated on it, but even much more extreme now where it's so much more prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. And also in a way, you know, but of course that's a hard one, but uh, nudge the porn industry in a way where real sex is more attractive than unreal sex. But I do think, I mean, you know, I don't watch porn anymore, you know, <laughs> on a regular basis as I did when I was younger, you know, and it was like, oh, more like the yeah, whole yeah. thing. But I have realized, and I mean, it's become very clear that there is a huge kind of, you know, Uh, I would say shift in also more, you know, like realistic, real, you know, titled real porn, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. for example, also I think the actresses don't anymore have like these fake bodies, huge fake breasts, like it's mm -hmm. become much more, I would say mainstream for a, yes, obviously still more mostly slim, but you know, like uh, normal breasts, nor, you know, non-fake body, yeah. natural, you know, yeah. the same way that unlike I think in the past where the men, the way they look was kind of irrelevant. Now it's also become much more important for the men to be yeah. like kind of hot and, you know, worked out and things like yeah. that. No, I mean, that's so, a good, that's a good development, but and <laughs> no, and, and I, I just want to say that I, who am now obviously um, have quite a critical view on yeah. this, um, I wasn't like this always. You know, when I started um, watching porn when I was 18, 19, um, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing and I loved it. And I think this um, changed way of thinking started maybe two, three years ago for me. When you had kids. And it basically started, yes, in connection with the kids and also in connection with somebody else who's very close to us, who's younger and, um, you know, uh, listening to his experiences. And this is what got me thinking. So, I mean, I am totally on your side when I, when you say, you know, there are also good things like the, the, the general thing, what I would say, start above 18 or whatever, mm -hmm. um, of the porn industry being there, I think is totally valid. And I would actually say I was always a very liberal person. I even, you know, would openly talk about it, uh, you know, at the dinner table, whatever, about different tastes, all that thing, all that stuff. But Maybe now... become more conservative. With that, yeah, I don't know if you want to call it more conservative, but I've become definitely more aware, more aware of what it can do to young people because I was not one of those young people. So I thought, yeah, my journey was great. I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. But this is not the journey anymore. And this is what really worries me, of course... Connected to my kids. And, and, and I mean, that there is no need for a discussion because I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with the huge threat. It's just, you know, I sat, like, I just, I found myself thinking right now is what is it about, you know, uh, 
watching because I mean that we, we watch in movies there is everything right I mean there is there is you know you watch extreme situations of everything there's for example this American thing where if there is like a, a scene where someone someone's hand is cut off rated six you yeah, know yeah. there is a scene with two girls kissing it's suddenly you know rated yeah. uh, rated R, R, R or something yeah, like that, you know and, and I mean what is it about that act the act of sex that somehow makes us feel it's so much more dangerous to watch than all the other Definitely, you know, extreme, uncommon human experiences. Like also watching a movie about slavery or to watching me, a movie. It's nothing about the act of sex. It's the act of fake depicted sex that we see. Unrealistic, putting the women in very strange. Yeah, but but but, roles. but but I mean, like you know, the act of anything extreme is unrealistic and you know unreal in a way. Like you know, an extreme torture scene or extreme is also not something that you okay. know. It, 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 you mean to, now it's part of a movie? Or? Yeah, because to me, I I always found that that is. Worse because that is like it's not like yeah, you know too. sex is something that everyone is going to experience. But I mean, sex in a movie it. is not hardcore porn. No, no. But I'm just talking. I find it very. I always I sometimes find myself thinking because I feel it as well. I also feel that there is something about watching two people have sex that kind of feels like a bigger trespass. Yeah. Than watching something else, even within a movie like a very explicit sex no, scene. No, but I think that you the, feel like you know when you, when you watch a movie with your parents or, or when, you know yeah, when, no, when you no, watch I a movie with your, friends I mean, yeah. and a big sex and you're like kind of like everyone's a bit like no, mm. but, but when a you watch a big, big war scene, it doesn't happen. Yeah, but you know? there's there's a big difference because in the movie, yes, you know the sex scene is a bit uncomfortable, but it's all acted out. But the porn suggests, as you say, that you're trespassing and spying on two people actually having real sex. And if there was a video uh, genre where you tres trespass into something that suggests that someone is actually in real life right now being, which I'm sure probably does exist, um, you know, kidnapped and being tortured and a hand is cut off, that's also horrific. You know, but it's, it's the, it, <clears throat> the difference between fiction and porn suggests that you are watching something real which feels like you're trespassing even though it isn't. You know what I mean? I understand. It's not the artistic. The artistic aspect has gone right. away. I think that plays the, a big role. But what you said I find important in the sense that our whole uh, world has become more pornographic. You know, mm -hmm. uh, you're at the bus stop and you're basically watching a porn. <laughs> you know, like yeah. the underwear I mean, underwear Instagram model. and everything. Instagram, exactly. So... This goes further in, into the desensitization because porn has to be extremely hardcore in order to stand out from the normal things that we see. Of course. No, I mean, I, I totally agree. <clears throat> I agree. Actually, I mean, this discussion is mostly agreeing, you know, agreeing yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm trying to just find... Because there is there is one thing that I, I'm going to try to formulate as well as I can because it kind of reminds me a bit of... It, it can remind, it's the difference between putting the responsibility on the viewer, kind of, versus or or, or, the, or the the user of the porn, mm -hmm. <laughs> versus putting the responsibility on the industry mm -hmm. that creates it. And now, of course, that can only like that argument can only be made once we're talking about an age group, uh, you know, an uh, adult aware. Um, able to take responsibility for things yeah. which is obviously not a 12 year old person yeah. right but it's but i mean i feel like you are also i mean you're not just i mean are you just criticizing it for the usage of uh, for the availability of porn for very young people or would you think that when you're 18 years old you can watch anything and it you know it doesn't matter i mean i would say that also there there are some i mean i think real potential harm that can be made right i, think I mean it's that not just harm can be made just like with you know hard alcohol harm can be made right but also like when you're 18 this is the age in our society that's considered okay for you to start drinking whiskey yeah. and vodka but and it is your choice I, I generally what are you think do that with it? I, but i generally think that you know um instead of like i mean it, it's it's I, i keep coming back to the thing like I, it's almost com for me it's almost comparable to like the drug industry you know yeah where again do you put the response you know do you make everything illegal Or do you put the responsibility on, you know, the every respective maybe person the, the, educating? Yeah, uh, but maybe you know, the easiest the way is to compare it available. to a legal drug, to alcohol. Because it's legal, porn is legal. So yes. it's the same thing. And this is why I said And before, I would like, say making when, alcohol illegal or making it kind of no, no, you know, less available. No, no, but no one's saying about illegal, but, but alcohol is not available. Hard alcohol is not available if you're under the age of yeah, 18. That's I mean, what I mean. The, the whole point, what we're talking about Because right now, if I mean, it porn was, is not... I if mean, it was, the danger would be there. Right, right. To I mean, the, obviously, the fact that yeah, that you know people 
you know, you said 18, 16, whatever, 15, 16, I mean, not 15, but I mean, like, you know, the age I where... I think 18, the adult age where so much changes in your life generally is a good age. Yeah, but for example, in Germany, you can start drinking when you're 16. Yeah, but for only example, wine and beer. Well, you could say when you're but 16, I would say you hardcore watch... porn is vodka. Hardcore sure. porn so, I mean, is whiskey. We can we can try like, you know it's creating a law where like you know when you're sixteen you can watch like you know yeah, missionary you and doggy style scene. and then from eighteen onwards everything else. You can watch softcore and eighteen um, hardcore. We're right. We're reforming the porn system. Right no, now. and I mean, and I think that those are actually. I mean, maybe not specifically the this one. <laughs> but I mean, are interesting ideas. You know, to like kind of regulation rather than forbidding. But I think that if you kind of get into the mindset of just panic around it and like, yeah. oh my God, let's, you know, it's so, th then, you know, you create um, an anxiety around something that in my opinion can be handled with communication, awareness and education, you know? Yeah. I mean, and obviously, I mean, if, I, if to... there was a button where you can, you know, stop the porn industry targeting innocent children from stumbling upon it through these, you know, yeah, yeah. site names typo and you just sites. Yeah, typo yeah. sites or pop up advertising. Or, I mean, obviously, that is a button worth pressing for sure, yeah. you know? Or at least, I mean, even if it's not monetized, at least require, you know, for you to upload your legal ID to prove mm. that you're 18. But of course, no one is stupid enough to do because, that. Because, yeah, of I course, mean, most the, people, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, what it's I would actually say, what I do see is, I mean, we've, we've spoken about the one big danger area with it, of it, which is, you know, targeting uh, people that shouldn't be watching yeah. porn. But I think that even within adult people there are real risks to watching porn you know well, watching too much porn becoming again like this erectile dysfunction syndrome yes, you can also just but this really doesn't worry me that much because i feel like when you're an adult you have already had your first experiences in the real way in real life you can respond naturally to things right. you can separate it much better this is why i would just push it backwards until you are Intelligent I think that's and super, wise I think that to, is a super reasonable, yeah, reasonable you know, to, to requirement. Handle it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's super but I think it, it would also be uh, I would say naive to to think that an adult is not at risk of having no, a dysfunctional. That's relationship. why I would compare it with alcohol. Any adult right. is also at yeah, risk. Yeah, and again, I mean what you in the power which which brings me back to actually the thing that I would say is is the same for for all age groups, you know, is education. Yeah. You know, it's just educating both. For sure. Kids that advertisements that. and these type of things yeah. exist. And yeah. then also educating us. And I would say that where we went to school, I was educated on... I mean, I, I think... I don't know if it was like... I didn't feel that it was particularly progressive or like it was something super special. Maybe it was if I compare it like, okay... To, to other countries, but within Germany, I find it quite normal mm -hmm. because, um, I mean, we I was educated on so many aspects pertaining to sex, sexual encounters, and with it, the porn industry. Mm -hmm. And what I found was very appropriate ages, you know? No, I think it's amazing. I, this didn't happen in my class. Yeah, but but also, in my class, it wasn't, as I said, when I was 14, 15 yeah. in sex ed, I mean... It wasn't a thing. Like nobody I mean, I knew about I specifically remember videos. the class where it was. You know, we were talking about the fact that it's so unrealistic and not real. Yeah, well, I and think that's amazing. From I think everything, it's great. and for us, it wasn't even up up for discussion. Right. You know, interesting. Yeah, yeah. The, interesting yeah. that those four years. Made yeah, such were a big made difference. such a difference. Because yeah. I mean, to me, I, I after, for example, I never watched porn confusing it with reality. No, that's great. Or, or that's great. You know, and, 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 and that's very reassuring for me to know that you started at a young age. But yeah. with that younger, uh, age. younger age, young yeah. Age. But, but with that you know. knowledge and you know differentiation, yeah, still didn't uh, you know have any bad damage from it or, or anything. <laughs> so, I mean, I want to say one last thought, maybe that's also like on from a different light, okay? Because I think we've talked about this whole you know it's dangerous for young people, okay? Um, but from the perspective of the people that are in the industry, yeah, because obviously. I have zero experience in that myself, <laughs> but um, I, I have like, you know, watched some interviews and um, there's this one YouTuber that I follow that is a former porn or was a former mm -hmm. porn actress. And I do think that there are these, you know, empowered women that actually decided that this is going to be my thing. I'm going to mm -hmm. make a lot of money mm -hmm. because you make a lot of money because it's well, such a successful one business. One in a million, but yeah, as always. No, 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 no. Anyone who enters makes quick, big money. 
because but like you know in a very like one one day fame type of way yes yes yeah, yeah it's yeah. not it's not sustainable yeah, but yeah quick yeah, yeah. i mean i mean like the, i mean i'm sure there are some sustainable successful porn stars but that's maybe, like yeah you know, no but i mean now, career if some you, people make it yeah, yeah. most no but i i i meant now you know if you for one year you work as okay. a waitress yeah. Or as a porn actress, you're going to make, you know, 10, 20 times the amount right. as a porn actress mm-hmm. or even more, depending on what you're doing. And yeah. um, so I, I do think there are these empowered women and I don't want to criticize them one bit. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. And if that's what you choose to do and if you're actually happy and you like it and I mean, not necessarily you like it, but if you're happy with what you're doing, then you should be proud of that. And that's totally fine. But... <laughs> are you happy with what you're doing? But, I mean, I think that most of the women are not. Because, of course, and they get trapped in that. Yeah, trapped in that. And also, you know, I, I um, watched the documentary that I mentioned before, and these girls are completely troubled. And it's like an absolute last resort for them to do that. They come from troubled backgrounds, troubled families have usually have some substance abuse problem and are funding it with this and whatever. Right. And, and this is also for me, you know, the whole other perspective, which I know too little about to even be able to talk yeah. about it, but I just wanted to mention it, you know, that the industry industry also exploits the actresses so much uh, you know to a level that it's almost I think inhuman at some point and I think that we should also be aware you know when we watch that this could actually right now be a very difficult life situation for the person that we're watching on screen and of course, we're never going to know exactly, and we're not going to see it on screen. I, yeah, I mean, but I, I don't know enough about it either. But, but I think it, I just again, say every it depends. Supports that, of course, of course. But I mean, I think I mean, as I don't know enough about it to really, you know, Me like neither. make Me make an informed yeah. statement of it. But I think that I, I remember that you know, you know, the porn that I especially you know used to watch was with like you know porn stars that you could then you know that had like. Uh, What's it called? Not obviously not Grammys or Oscars, like but prizes, like prizes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, were like you know acclaimed porn right. stars. Yeah. Or especially nowadays, I mean, these porn stars then decide to like go into business for themselves and mm-hmm. kind of create the brand yeah. around themselves. I mean, obviously there are people that view that as a career path. Yeah. you know. No, this is what I meant and with the empowered women. You know, or, or you know, men, right? Or, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so that that's why. But again, it depends on on, on what you watch and totally. you know, and all all, the, all these type of things and. But I mean, obviously, the fact that it, it has a huge, I don't know, like underbelly of yeah. depravity that the porn industry, you know, is, I would say, uh, like the tip of the iceberg might be like something fine. And then everything that's underwater is just mm-hmm. tragic is, of course, clear. Yeah. yeah. But I would say that it is because it's like so hard to regulate and it because it speaks to something so enticing yeah. to human beings. And therefore, what again, I mean, what like I come back to Like anything connected is, to sex work, probably, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same I mean, Exactly, thing. exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, again, what I come back to is I'm like, you know, never a fan of boundaries and forbidding and more a fan of uh, awareness and education in everything. And mm-hmm. I would I would put that also into the into this big topic of yeah. porn. Especially because, you know, let's face it, there is not much that anyone can probably do to actually effectively combat that at the moment. Yeah. You know, like So for all the porn industry executives watching out there, find your human side and start monetizing that porn <laughs> so that people under 18 <laughs> don't watch it. You're gonna make significantly less money. <laughs> but but you will it. be a better person. But you will be it. a better person and we you will get better you. karma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, interesting topic. Especially it's interesting because I think you cannot avoid it at this point from the perspective of being a parent yeah and I think you know it's good to have these conversations and it's an important thing and I, by the way by the way one very very uh, maybe other very important thing which is that I just remembered because I was thinking like you know what would I what type of conversation would I have with my mm-hmm. children is that um you know 
there, I would say that one very important danger that exists in kind of vilifying porn is it very quickly segueing into creating shame around sex and sexual preference. Obviously, it, it needn't have to be that, but it's very easy for it to kind of fall into that mm -hmm. category. And like suddenly maybe shaming someone for maybe uh, having open. a more, being open or, or having a more, I would say, maybe a rare sexual mm -hmm. preference. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's also important to communicate to people like no matter what you're turned on by, that is totally fine. The, yeah. the important key uh, ingredient is consent. You know, yeah. having that with some, like experiencing that experience, yeah. experience with someone who's consented. Yeah, to it. totally agree. But with I that. think it's also very dangerous to kind of revert back to an atmosphere around porn that creates shame around sex. Yes, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So. Nice. Um, that kind of, I would say, concludes this discussion. Yes. I think there are many more ways you can approach that, also with much more, like, you know, background knowledge and statistics and stuff. Yeah, this was just our emotional yes. approach to it. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so we'll see you again next week with um, the next episode, which is going to be all about our idols, like the people that we draw inspiration from, that we are kind of impressed by and uh, that I would say influence our worldview. Exactly. So see you next Saturday. Lots of love. Bye. Bye. You're listening to The Sister Trill with Danai and Kiveli.